Just before dawn at ten minutes past three on the 7th of June 1917, huge underground mines were detonated beneath the German lines by the British Army. It was the start of the Battle of Messines at the Ypres salient and was followed by a sustained bombardment. Even while the riot and clamour was at its height, the first flush of dawn crept rosy red up the sky above Ypres. The sun, as it rose, was invisible behind the bank of smoke, but it flushed the sky above with red. It was a truly terrible dawn, most beautiful in its terror, and if ever dawn did indeed come up like thunder, it was this. Then came the greatest miracle of all, for with the rose flush in the sky, the whole bird chorus of morning came to life. Never, surely, did birds sing so. Blackbird and thrush, lark and blackcap and willow warbler. Most of the time their voices, of course, were inaudible, but now and again, in the intervals of the shattering noise of the guns, their notes peeled up as if each bird were struck with frenzy and altogether strove to shout down the guns. This report was by Harry Perry Robinson, who sent stories to the Times throughout World War I and was the oldest correspondent to cover the conflict. In the terrible conditions of the Western Front, combatants appreciated the presence of birds as a reminder of their former way of life and as a symbol of normality and hope. Nowadays, in times of peace, birds are part of the background of our everyday lives, but they were once centre stage, forming important elements of the history, traditions and sports of Britain and beyond, from which a legacy of literature, language and mythology developed. When There Were Birds is a social history charting the complex relationships between people and birds, set against a background of evolving tastes, beliefs and behaviour, as well as changing landscapes and a decline in numbers. It is a forgotten history made up of many disparate strands that form an intriguing, unexpected and significant part of our heritage. No other group of animals has had such a complex and lengthy association with humankind, having been loved, feared, eaten, kept in cages, taught to speak, and exploited as a source of fuel, feathers, food and fertilizer. In addition, they have been used to tell the time, warn of poisonous gases, send messages, predict the weather, and treat unlikely ailments, while also being persecuted as pests, with some species tragically driven to extinction. To past societies, birds possessed more than practical functions because they seemed able to sense so much, including events in the future. Their behavior was mysterious, even sinister, and with their ability to fly, they bridged the gap between the earth and the sky. They were therefore believed to possess a link to the supernatural. And so, superstitions connected to birds were commonplace. A growing curiosity about nature, in particular birds, is one strand of the story, and this eventually became the science of ornithology, the early ornithologists were nearly all educated or self-taught men from a range of backgrounds. Some had private incomes and devoted their lives to studying birds. Their writings can illuminate their times, giving us a glimpse into their world 
such as when the Scottish naturalist William McGillivray, two centuries ago, suggested a trip at top speed in a horse-drawn carriage seated on the outside so as to watch the countryside and its birds. Few things can be more delightful than a rapid survey of a large extent of country, such as may be made in a vehicle proceeding at the rate of ten miles an hour over a succession of plains, valleys and mountainous tracts, and along rivers, estuaries, and arms of the sea. But, I must correct myself, the true naturalist travels outside and is not content with observing nature through a square foot or so of dim glass. A variety of records, including those of ornithologists, casts light on the involvement with birds of a whole range of society, rich and poor, professional and labouring classes, male and female, children and adults. And many made a living from birds, including decoy men, taxidermists, bird scarers, poachers and gamekeepers.